You're listening to The 21 Day Pursuit, a daily journey toward the heart of God. We believe that no other goal or pursuit will satisfy if not born of loving and being loved by Jesus. So welcome to The Pursuit. Hey everyone, welcome to the 21 Day Pursuit Podcast. Joining us for day 18. Um, it's a daily journey towards the heart of God. I have my friends here uh, with me, Allie, Lindsay, and Calvin. Hi. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Guys, this is day 18. Woo. Oh, We're getting wow. there. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. We hope that you've been following along with our devotional. Uh, if you uh, haven't, you can check that out on our um, in our show notes. You'll see the link there to get to the devotional there. So today... Um, we're going to continue in our conversation about a surrendered heart. And today we have an awesome scripture reading. Um, Lindsay, why don't you go ahead and read? We're going to read in 1 Kings 19, verse 19 through 21. Okay. Elijah left there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, as he was plowing. Twelve teams of oxen were in front of him, and he was with the twelfth team. Elijah walked by him and threw his mantle over him. Elisha left the oxen, ran to follow Elijah, and said, Please let me kiss my father and mother, and then I will follow you. Go on back, he replied, for what have I done to you? So he turned back from following him, took the team of oxen, and slaughtered them with the oxen's wooden yoke and plow. He cooked the meat and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he left, followed Elijah, and served him. Yeah, so we've been talking about surrendered heart and and really just this idea of fully giving our lives over to Jesus hundred percent. And, you know, it's funny, this, this story has always stuck out to me in such a big way. I'm, you know, I love, um, one of my passions is, is discipleship. I think all of us here would say that, that discipleship is one of our passions, um, here at reality church too. And, you know, this story sticks out to me because this is Elijah's call to Elisha. This is his Hey, follow me. This is, you know, Jesus actually took this. You know, if it sounds familiar, it's because Jesus actually took this story and modeled it before his disciples. Um, and they would actually know this story as they heard it. You know, you may have heard the stories of uh, Jesus, let me go bury my father before I follow you. It's like, let the dead bury the dead, you know, those kind of things. And so this idea, as we as we're diving in today, this is really the start of discipleship. This is the start of following, not like the beginning. This is not the middle of the road. This is the very beginning of following Jesus. But we know that surrender, we know that sacrifice, it it sometimes is this, this glorified thing. You know, we have this um, world that we live in where we can look at, you know, testimony videos and we can see all these things. But there's so many people we know that behind the scenes, have sacrificed saints uh, who have followed Jesus, who have sacrificed. Um, so we know that sacrifice isn't the most flashy thing, but why do you guys think, why is it so necessary? Like, why is this the thing that Jesus starts off with before we even start following him? Why is it so necessary to, to sacrifice to follow Jesus? Yeah, so this is, it's a topic that a lot of people don't necessarily want to dive to deep into it um, because I know that it can also feel it it can be easy to feel insecure if you haven't experienced a whole lot of 
like suffering in your surrender to God in your yeah. life. Mm. Um, because there are, you know, you think about just having a testimony, right? I remember being a kid and having not gone through necessarily like a whole lot of really, really hard stuff, like how, wh- however you can imagine in your mind, whatever that looks like, or having to give up something huge for God. That's not something that I necessarily had to experience as a kid. Um, but I think like sometimes talking about it as an adult, we can get a little bit insecure when we think about, well, what does it mean to actually surrender my whole heart to God? Um, and I think one of the most encouraging things I've found <clears throat> is that when I surrender to Christ, I actually can have freedom in that place because it's at that point that my self-sufficient, um, my my. My the, the need I think I have to be self-sufficient, <clears throat> excuse me, can just kind of be thrown by the wayside because God doesn't actually call us to be self-sufficient. Mm. He just asks that yeah. we would have an available heart, fully surrendered to him. I think one of the issues we run into with social media too is mm. how glorified yeah. we kind of think surrender is i mean for those of you that are listening i guarantee you've probably seen some really cringy tiktok or real on social media where there's someone on the other side of the phone with their captions on crying <laughs> saying like i had to give this thing up and it was so hard and da 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 <laughs> look at me <laughs> look at me yeah and it's like we've actually were we've been called to surrender in this secret place we weren't supposed to just like do it for the whole world to see. So it almost can lose its value if you Mm -hmm. do it out of insecurity. Um, But yeah, there's just this whole like whole other side of freedom that I've found as I've learned to surrender secretly to the Lord instead of just, you know, trying to make it some whole big, whole big deal for other people. Yeah. You know what that, that reminds me of, I was a youth pastor for a, a few years and I remember going on like youth retreats with our kids and um, I remember actually Andrew Milan, a young Andrew Milan, shout out to Andrew Milan if you're listening. Um, we were at a youth retreat and he goes, uh, he said something along the lines of like, it's hard for me to grasp what it means to need God because I've really never been through anything hard yeah, um, to the point where I've had had to do that. And I mean, I really don't, I don't, I still don't really have, I mean, maybe you guys do, but I don't really have a great answer for that in yeah. that moment. I was like, that's true. Because for me, like I count those, those times in my life that were dif- difficult where I was, where I was like, you know, at my end and like pretty much my only option was surrender. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like to go through some difficult things and, and get to the end of the road and being like, well, this is the only th- option I have is to just trust the Lord for it. But I'm thankful for those moments because they are, you know, they are part of my testimony and they minister to me when I, when I remember, when I look back at the faithfulness of God, when I surrender to him. So yeah, anyways, that story just reminded me of, of that. Yeah. It's it's interesting when we, when I look back at the the story and going off of what you just said, like, it was a, Elijah could have stayed in that life that he didn't have to suffer. Mm. And it was an active choice of his. And I think of the times for that have been pivotal in my marriage. Uh, shout out to Mackenzie Mays. Love you, babe. Uh, 
that that literally like the moments that have been foundational were the surrendering moments yeah. because not that she necessarily needed to know if I loved her or not. Like it was obvious. I had affection for her. I loved her. I would let her know. I, but it was the moments that I had to sacrifice. It, it was the, real. It becomes so real. And I think that is what God is asking of us. Make it real. And so, yeah, I just find that so interesting. I think it's to like to lean into those moments. Yeah. Like we do so, I do. Let me just say, I do so much to avoid um, those opportunities that God gives. Well, I don't, so. Yeah. <laughs> None of y'all do that, just me. But I think of like people I know that are the most like Christ. Mm. And they've gone through incredible hardship at times, yeah. incredible suffering at times, um, sacrifice, discipline. And the end result of that, I always have to remind myself, is God's not like trying to like punish us. Mm. He's not, it's not nope. this like masochistic faith where we're just like, oh, I gotta suffer for Jesus to prove something. Yeah. Mm, that's it's good. it's yeah. shaping us. And yep. I look at those people and when it's done in a relationship with Jesus, it produces those people are the most joyful, yeah. the most peace-filled, mm-hmm. yep. the least anxious. The most gentle-hearted and forgiving. Yeah. There's the people you like to be around. Yeah, you want. Yeah. You're like, how did you get that way? And I don't want to know, almost because oh, yeah. you know how they got that way. That's yeah, a really good it one. was through a journey. Yeah, and when we avoid that, we think we're going to get what we want—the joy, the mm-hmm. peace. But but you never. We're anxious. We're <laughs> like it doesn't produce what we want. It's this upside-down kingdom Tot- of Jesus. Oh, upside-down kingdom. I love that. Yeah, just to backtrack a little bit. Uh, touch on what what you both are saying, Connor, you had said that it's a choice. And I I think what stands out to me so much, and I'd love for us to talk a little bit about it, is in the story of Elisha, he he went back, you know, he kind of just said, you know, I'm going to kiss my father and my mother goodbye, but he ends up going back and he slaughters his ox, Mm -hmm. uh, his oxen, and he feeds them to the people. Um, He burns his equipment. Like, it's not really necessary. So like, why did he do that? Yeah, I think it's, that all in approach. Yeah. Like, yeah. like literally he could go back. Yeah. He could go back if he want. Like, look at the disciples when Jesus, uh, when they feel like they failed, when Jesus, um, dies on the cross, what did they do? They went back to fishing. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. How many times? Yeah. Now imagine we, like, if they could have, could have dried up the whole lake and burned their boats. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but seriously, it's that all in approach. It's saying I can go back back to yeah. this, yeah, which is so, so fascinating. Yeah. I, it's also like, and I think this is a reoccurring theme for us during this this journey, um, is a being honest with where you're at, saying, yeah, if totally. this is still available to me, I might go back. Yep. So yep. I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and that's, that's with anything. And this doesn't have to be, this not, we're not even talking about like sin. Like we know that Jesus talks about like, you know, cutting off a limb or being like extreme in that sense. But this is like, this could be a good thing that mm-hmm. you're sacrificing, which I don't think we necessarily talk about a lot. And I also, I think to kind of, you know, even full circle with Lindsay, what you were talking about and Calvin, what you're talking about. What's so, I don't know where we got this. I don't know if it's the the stories that we heard growing up or the church's fault. I don't know. But we, I think we think that sacrifice means like we sacrifice a dollar because God's going to give us $10. Mm. No, you might be sacrificing a dollar and you might not get that dollar back. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? That's like right. this is not like a financial that's like that is what 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 in the Christian world is called prosperity gospel. Yeah. And that's that's not necessarily true, but we we do want to prosper in our relationship with Jesus and it actually removes things and yeah. barriers that we may not even realize to, yeah. to have us actually all in mm. on Jesus. So I, I, yeah, I just think that that is so, so pivotal in, in our relationship with, with mm-hmm. the Lord. We have to realize like we might be sacrificing something that we might not be getting back. Yeah. Yeah. And I would challenge people too. We were talking a little bit about this even before we started this conversation this morning, but I know some of the most pivotal moments of my life were when I looked at a thing, whether it was a relationship, a person, my title, my job, a project I was working on. And if I looked at something and thought it had so much value that I I literally had the internal thought, like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have blank. Having to confront myself with that question was impeccably painful, Mm -hmm. but it brought me to a place of realizing Oh, so if I think I wouldn't be okay without this, then what am I saying about how willing I am to surrender it back to you, God? Yeah. And then also just asking yourself the question, am I sacrificing? Where in my life am I sacrificing? Am I at all? Because mm-hmm. it, it, it can kind of depend on the season that you're in, what that looks like. Like for someone who is a young mom mm-hmm. of a child, multiple children, like there is so much sacrifice there that the public can see, that your family can see. Um, Having to find the time to get away and actually spend time with God while you're also trying to raise your family. Like I've had so many conversations just with my friends who are young moms of the sacrifice that they've had to put in to say, you know, God, I, I know that I can't do this without you. So I'm going to sacrifice sleep or a, a night with my friends that, where I really just want to unplug and, and unwind, and I just know that I need sustenance from you, so I'm going to sacrifice it. I'm going to surrender it back to you. It's just like practical application like that, but you have to start by asking yourself, am I doing it? Dude, that's that's like even hard for me to hear right now. Because like yeah. that's, that's where like the idea of like um, no other gods before me. Yeah. Like, mm, yep. man, like, and it's so tough. And it, Ali, I love what you said because it is a, all about season of life. And I think sometimes there's people who feel guilty because they are yeah. the single mom that, mm-hmm. or the mom in this season with three little kids running around. But then there's this other pendulum that I think we've seen where it's like, oh, I want to really just take care of myself. And we're, look, we're all about taking care of yourself and mental health and whatnot. Um, but there is this also availability of looking at yourself. Like Paul actually tells us to like, evaluate ourselves mm, yeah, and look good. at ourselves and say like, how comfortable am I with my finances, with my time, with my, with my energy? Am I actually like giving up anything in my life right now? Like, yeah. I mean, if we really, I mean, I, I'm looking at my life right now. I'm like, gosh, I suck. No I'm kidding. <laughs> but, like, but like, but seriously, I, yeah. it, it, we can, we can almost um, get into this, like this lull of like, I'm just going through life and doing things. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually not sacrificing anything. I wonder too, like as people are listening to this, it is kind of the opposite of the prosperity gospel in a way, Mm -hmm. but it's exchanging one, my view of prosperity for God's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And 
instead of saying, I'm going to sacrifice this so I can get mm-hmm. what I always wanted before I even met you. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. yeah. it's just using God to get my secular vision of the good life. Yeah. Like, I wonder, like, as people are listening to this, to just take some time after you listen and ask God, is there anything that you would want? And test God in that, mm, that the good. road of sacrifice, the road of laying things down for Him actually leads us to something that we wanted all along, but sometimes we didn't know it. Mm. Come on. And it and leads to the yes. joy we want. <laughs> and it leads to yes the and amen. And to just stop and don't move on from this. Like, ask yeah. God, is there something you're asking me to lay mm-hmm. down, something to do? I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's easy to talk about, yeah. but just to pause and ask God what He's saying. Yeah, and... Is there always, in every season of life, is there always something that mm. you could be sacrificing? Like, mm-hmm. because, I mean, we never fully arrive. So, like, I don't want anybody to feel discouraged in this that, like, you know, maybe they are sacrificing a lot and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know, I don't know if I could have anything else. Yeah. To, I got to do one more thing. Yeah, I got to yeah. do yeah. one more thing. This no. is an encouragement no, that you're going. on the right, that yeah. keep going. Run the race, set before you. Weary yep. and doing yeah. good. Yeah, and I think to kind of wrap this conversation up, at the end of the day, you're never surrendering Jesus. Mm. You're never surrendering Jesus. And so if you are looking at your life, you're like, if I, and, and we've all touched on this, and I think it's so beautiful. If I had nothing else but I had Jesus, mm. if I had nothing else but I had Jesus, everything will be all right. Everything will be okay. Actually, it'll be more than all right. It'll be amazing. And so, man, we're so glad that you joined us for day 18 for the 21 Day Pursuit Podcast. You're almost there. Uh, keep, keep checking in with the devotionals, and we will see you tomorrow for day 19 of the 21 Day Pursuit Podcast. We'll see you guys then.